This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Over a thousand. That's how many apples my husband has estimated that I've peeled over the last several weeks. Now, if you know my husband, you know that he never embellishes. He never exaggerates. In fact, he really hates exaggeration. I mean, it doesn't even exaggerate when he's talking about the deer that he got hunting or the fish that he caught. So when he told me someone, he told someone that he thought that I peeled a thousand or more apples, well, that was pretty shocking to me. But every morning and every evening, that's what I do, and often in between. We have three apple trees, one Granny Smith and two that produce red apples. Now, I have no idea and can't remember what kind those red apples are, but they're good. So that's all that we know. So maybe by now I'm an apple peeling expert and I can almost do it in my sleep. But this morning as I was peeling an apple, feeling the dehydrator for the day, it seemed that the world just, it just slowed down for a moment as if the world was turning not quite as quickly as it did the day before. As I peeled, I looked out my kitchen window and I saw a mother deer and her baby munching on the apples that had dropped to the ground from the apple trees. I don't know, maybe the apples were there because of the wind or, or maybe they were the rejects from our apple picking the morning before. And maybe that's the reason why they were there. But just as the sun was coming up, I could see them peacefully eating those apples. And I stopped and I thought about all that was happening in that moment as I held that 1,523rd apple, half-peeled. There was a lot to think about. There was a lot that apple and, and each one before reminded me of. When choosing the apple from the big bucket at my feet, I've learned that not every apple that looks damaged on the outside is bruised or damaged on the inside. I've learned from peeling so many apples that sometimes apples that look the most beat up actually have the best or the sweetest flesh. Sometimes they're the most pristine inside. And I almost threw them out or put them aside because I was judging them from the outside. The roughed up outside that were the results of where they grew on the tree. The lack of protection from the elements, maybe. And that's when I thought of David. And his good heart, because the Lord seeth not as a man seeth, for the man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. First Samuel chapter sixteen verse seven. I've also learned from peeling so many apples that some apples look beautiful on the outside, they have great color, they're firm to the touch, and many times those apples they just aren't what they seem on the outside. After they're peeled the the flesh is bruised, it's, it's unstable, or they have rottenness to the core. But I would never have known that until I peeled it. But God knows. Even when I try to dress up my issues and my sin with what looks like faithfulness, He always knows. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 13, Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 31, Matthew chapter 15, verse 6 through 7, our Lord says, These people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. 
And so that morning I peeled those apples like every other morning and evening. And I thought about the things that we see every day that God reminds us of who we are in our relationship to him. They're all there. Our Lord taught us with parables and stories using illustrations of what we see every day while we walk this earth. And these came back to me peel by peel. The parable of the fig tree that Jesus rebuked because it didn't grow figs. Mark chapter 13, verse 28 through 29. The wheat and the tares that represent the good hearts and the, and the hard hearts. Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 through 43. The leavened bread that permeated the whole loaf. Luke chapter 13, verse 20 through 21. The mustard seed that represents the word of God and the kingdom. Matthew 13, verse 31 through 32. Even when we produce, even what we produce in our lives, because we have consumed or, or we have implanted the seed, Psalms chapter 119, verse 11, the word of God, James chapter 1, verse 21, it's called by God, the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, verse 22 through 26. You know, even the act, even that act of communion, remembering and memorializing the death of Christ requires the fruit of the vine, the unleavened bread that we make from what he has given us to remember his best perfect gift and sacrifice. My husband always says it as he walks through his day and as he walks anywhere, he says, there's a Bible lesson in that and that to him is everything. So that morning I was peeling apples and thinking about a few lessons as I watched the sunrise and I noticed the mama deer and her baby munching on the apples that they, they really didn't seem stressed about anything. It was a beautiful morning. The sun was coming up and apples were abundant. Life was going on and they were enjoying God's gift. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life that ye eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body and what you put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, nor do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of those. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast out into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. That's what I thought about. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 through 33. That's what I was thinking about as I looked at the deer. Bent down. And I reached for another apple, and I started peeling, thankful for the thousands that God had provided us, that he didn't have to, that I, that we probably don't think much about because we're busy, 
We have things to do. We have stresses to deal with. And we have struggles to worry over. And I wondered, what would our lives look like if we took a moment and paused to remember, to see that there's a lesson? A lesson about God in everything, even peeling apples. You just have to allow yourself to see it, even if it takes you peeling over a thousand apples to see it, to know it, to believe it, and to seek it. And it is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.